Hey there, welcome back to your favorite podcast. Recorded by the only author who walks her dog while podcasting, Jamie Ingle of The Right Ingle. I'm glad you guys are here today to learn more about how you can write a book that doesn't suck. Today we're going to talk about writing as a cinematographer. I noticed that from my years of editing, and my own books as well, as they've improved over the years, that we have a tendency as writers to jump into a scene and just start. Now, there's nothing wrong with that the way I just said it. The problem comes when we don't connect our reader to the scene. Uh, When you're writing a screenplay, for example, the very first thing you have is called an establishing shot. The establishing shot is when you are brought into the room. You might be brought in through the front door with the character. You might be brought in before the character arrives and you are observing the clock on the wall and then it pans back and then it exposes the whole room. You might start on a trinket. Like, let's let's take Back to the Future for an example. In Back to the Future, when Marty, or or when the, the clocks are all on the wall and they're all synchronized and you're going from clock to clock and then you go to Doc's picture of him and Marty and then you go to um, Einstein's food system that's automatically plopping can after can of dog food into a bowl. That's an establishing shot. In that scene, we are discovering more and more about the personality of the person who owns that home, right? That's what that does. It establishes the scene. It establishes the shot. Imagine if we opened up the movie or I don't remember. I think that's how the movie begins. But I, right now as it's 530 in the morning and I'm walking my dog, I can't recall for sure. Um, imagine if we were just plopped down into that scene with Marty picking up the phone and starting to talk to somebody. And we were just looking at Marty. And we were just looking at him talk. And sort of over his shoulder, we could kind of see that there were some clocks on the wall. And then we heard a noise and maybe over his other shoulder, we could kind of see that there was some dog food being plopped. But we couldn't really tell it was dog food because we were too far away. We don't know anything about either character at this point, right? Because the character we should be focused on is uninteresting compared to the character whose house he's in. I hope that makes sense. So when you're writing your story, you cannot forget to have establishing shots in all of your scenes. Now that does not mean that in every single scene you walk into, you have to pan through the room and you have to describe the color of everything on the wall and on the floor. That is boring writing. I'm telling you, the trick to be an author is to finding that balance between tension and necessity to get your reader hooked to where they keep turning pages. That is our hardest job, guys. So if you don't have these establishing shots, though, what happens is you don't have a reader because they don't know where they are, they don't know what they're looking at, and there's nothing to focus on, and they get lost. They get, uh, they just fall out of the, the room, you know? Or they start imagining what the room might look like had you taken the time to digest what was in your mind onto the paper. Uh, It's not that you're incapable of writing a great book or me. It's that we forget that we have a job also 
to transfer this imaginary world and imaginary characters that we've invented in our minds, we forget that we have to transfer all of that to the page. And that's where we blow it. And that's where we lose our readers. So I just want you to be thinking as a screen, uh, as a cinematographer, as you're writing your story. Um, in film, there's a neighbor leaving early. In film, you're going to have different shots. I'm, I'm sure you've seen films where you're, uh, you're looking at a prairie or a mountainscape and there's a guy on a horse, you know, trudging through the wilderness. That's a long shot. You get to see a lot of the scenery, of the setting, of the story. So then you have close-ups. Close-ups are where the cinematographer, the storyteller, or in your case, the reader, we want, or I'm sorry, the writer, we want our reader to focus on something specific. So we will bring attention to that thing. Have you ever watched a movie and it's shot a certain way where there's like a painting on the wall that seems like, why is that painting so prominently placed on the wall? Because the characters are talking, but I'm staring at this painting. Well, that's intentional. You know, at some point in that film, that painting is going to come back up and you're going to be like, ha, I knew it. I called it out so much earlier. I am awesome. And that's intentional. That's what they want you to do. They want you to discover the clues just barely before they reveal them. But that shot is intentional. And as a storyteller, as a writer, we have to write those intentional shots. We have to bring attention to items or things or movements in the story, in the scene that we focus on by describing that item or that moment or that person to the reader. So that's a different shot. So you have to think about that when you're going from scene to scene, when your character is moving, when they're in their house and then it's time for them to go, um, well, just use back to the future. He's in the house you know, it docks, and then he's late for school. So then the next shot is an extreme close-up of his skateboard as he gets on it because that skateboard connects us to the next scene, which is him skateboarding in the streets, which is a very big long shot of him grabbing hold of the um, Jeep and riding the Jeep through town. Why does he ride the Jeep through town? Is it really because we're concerned parents reading this story and want him to get to school on time? No. That is an establishing shot. While Marty's on that, um, the back of that Jeep, we see all of Hill Valley. We go through the town square. These important settings are, we get a glimpse of in this initial opening sequence. So that's, that's why that all happens that way. So then the other shots, there's um, what's called a bird's eye view. And that's where you're kind of up in the air looking down. That's a little more difficult to do as a writer just because um, we're not supposed to fall into the omniscient perspective. So, you know, you just want to use that in a way that it doesn't call attention to itself. That it doesn't make the reader question what you're doing. But that it um, improves the story for them. That's always our job is to improve the story for them. 
Um, so we've got establishing shots, which we have got to remember to do every time we move from scene to scene. You have to show the reader where they are. We have close-ups, we have long shots. Um, there's so many more different camera angles, but when you're watching the next movie, actually, I, my assignment to you, go watch a movie that you've seen about a billion times and pay attention to each change in the camera angle. Write it down if you're that courageous, but pay attention to how each scene has a different set of, of shots and how within each scene, there's different shots. And think about how as a writer, how would you translate that scene onto paper? And maybe even write out that scene. Lord knows I've done all of these things more than once. It's a great way to develop your craft as a cinematographer writer. Because when you write like that, what I get all the time when people read my books, oh my God, Jamie, it was like, it was like I was in the story. It was like I was watching a movie because that's how I write. I write as if I'm the director of my own film. And you can be too. And together we can write books that don't suck, guys, I promise. Well, that's it for today's uh, podcast. I appreciate you guys hanging out. Um, if you haven't already, come on over and join our Facebook group. We're having a blast. Uh, it's r- facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash write a book that doesn't suck. All one word. Um, you can also grab the book on Amazon if you're interested in getting more in-depth um, in your own time information. The same title. Uh, that My book has the same title. Uh, and also check out all the other podcasts here on Space Coast Podcast Network. It's pretty awesome. Uh, cur- I encourage you guys to leave notes. Tell me what you want to learn about. Um, tell me what you liked, what you disliked. Share this podcast. And remember, keep writing. Till next time.